0: This is the MDRT Podcast. Just like you're evaluating a potential client, they're also deciding if they want to work with you. During a Zoom conversation in September 2022,
1: Renee Hansen, Private Wealth Advisor, Scottsdale, Arizona.
0: Sandro Forte, CEO, Forte Financial, London, UK. Shared how they established trust with prospects and set expectations for what a positive working relationship would look like. The
2: starting position for me, whenever I forge or look to forge a new relationship, when some people call it a first or a fact finding meeting, all too often what we tend to do is we're always looking for the opportunities as early in the process as possible. But I think before we even get to that point, we've got to start looking at the rules of engagement. Let me refer to it as that, if I may. So the rules of engagement are very, very simple putting aside the ice breaking, which never made any sense to me, because that was just five minutes of chit chat that made no sense to anybody. It was just to kind of kill some time and stop me feeling nervous. But once I kind of sat down with the prospect, René, I would sit down and say two things, really. René, I think the reason we're meeting today is to discuss two things, primarily. The first one is, do we like each other? Do we trust each other? Can we work with each other? And the phraseology there is very deliberate, because I want you to know, as a prospective client, that I get the powers to hire and fire just as much as you do. Rather than this kind of, we'll go through this process, if at the end of it, Renee, you'd like me to be your financial advisor, that would be wonderful. The trouble is, I'm creating a rule then, which says, Rene, you can decide to put things off for three months, think about it, and all the other objections we hear on a regular basis, The second reason we're meeting is for me to see if I can help you. Now, at the moment, Renee, I don't know whether I can help you or not. But what I'm going to do is gather some information confidentially, of course. All I would say, Renee, is the more information you give me, the better the information you give me, the better the advice I can give you. So what I've done is two things. I've made the prospect aware that this is going to be a relationship born of complete equality. They decide on me, I decide on them. At the same time, I am going to make them accountable for the advice I give. And I kind of extend those two rules through everything else I do. And going back to that word transparency, I can also introduce before I even start gathering information, the elephants in the room, the things that are going to lead to awkward conversations or may even possibly lead to an objection. And we all know what they are. Fees, bad publicity, age, experience, the company I work for, all those things that we've had to deal with Dozens and dozens of times, we've never really quite cracked the nut. That is the time, in my opinion, to lay everything on the table. Openness, transparency, authenticity, they're great relationship winners if you deal with them early in the process. So I think going back to all the things that we've covered, maybe just thinking about how do we start this relationship? What are the things that we say? What are the rules of engagement? How do we align our thinking with a prospective client's thinking? At what point do we walk away? When can we not provide? the kind of service that we would like to because you know we're not always going to meet the needs and expectations of everyone we meet so hopefully with that little bit of extra information Renee we've kind of completed the circle on that particular point. I
1: think so what you're describing is what I use is I want to understand what their needs are and if my services are a good match So it does put us on stable ground or equal ground in our conversation. And I do openly say at the end of our meeting, if we agree that we're a good match, then we can move forward. So that's how I look at that. And I think that most people understand that, but periodically you do get a person. I remember a former client that when I said, well, we need to get together and talk about the portfolio. And she goes, oh, well, I haven't had a chance to look to tell you what you should buy. Hmm. Yeah, we're done. That's not what our relationship is about. I didn't need that point in time, right? Somewhere along the way, she was under the impression that she was a newer investor that had just gotten some money. So again, there was some some things along that needed some clarification. So we did part ways uh, and hopefully she found a a good landing spot. And I'm sure a a newer advisor is delighted to have that and uh, make commissions off that. But I will say, Sandra, in the conversation with you, I I just can see the two of us sitting in front of an estate attorney and sharing with them the the types of people that we like to work with, those that are experiencing a life change and and need a professional that can hold their hand through the journey And, and listening to the attorney saying, well, those are all of my clients. And then we say, well, we would just love an introduction to all of your clients. So it would be a good date.
0: As part of these efforts, is there any common mistake you think advisors should be aware of? Communication. I have traveled the length and the breadth of of the world, 80 plus
2: countries, coaching other advisors and It's the area I think I see most of them go wrong. It's a kind of commonality in terms of mistakes that they make. And that very much is focusing on the outcome. It's the sale, which, by the way, I don't think is a swear word, even though some people would suggest that it is. But for me, I think if we really focus on being brilliant communicators, and that's what I'm hearing from you loud and clear, if you're a brilliant communicator, the byproduct of brilliant communication is a financial solution. It doesn't work the other way around. And that is a message I try to get out, you know, as as articulately as I can to people focus on building great relationships, go through a a clear process, come at it from exactly the right place. And if there is a positive outcome from both parties, that's your compensation. Good luck to you. You've earned it and you've done something terrific for a client. But if you have to go your separate ways, you've still met your obligations to another human being. And I think that's a really good framework for people to think about, focus on the process
0: of great communication and everything else takes care of itself. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.